Hi, I'm Seth Atwater, the Literary Life Coach, and this is Bibliotherapy with the World's Greatest Books. Welcome back. Um, today, I'm going to introduce you to one of my one of my favorite characters, and what I consider to be probably the greatest American novel, um, which is Nathaniel Hawthorne's *The Scarlet Letter*. And the the person that I'm going to choose uh, uh, share a theme song for is Hester Prynne, who is the uh, heroine and protagonist of the story. And just a very quick uh, rundown on what happens with Hester moves to America from England. She and her her husband are uh, plans to follow. Well, her husband plans to follow her, and when she gets to uh, the New World to the Americas, she um, she has an affair and gets pregnant, and she becomes shunned by the community. They, uh, in fact, make her wear an A for adulteress and uh, becomes shunned by the community. And it's kind of her story of going through life uh, with her little girl, uh, Pearl, trying to raise Pearl in the society that has basically completely ostracized her and her child. Um, and and, and, so, and it's, so, so this is her story. And this song really goes as far as that. Now, in the, in the story, it, the story carries further than that, and she's able to actually redefine herself in the community. Um, and, but I want, uh, I want to just go as far as that. Now, the father of her child is actually the local minister, and he does not uh, reveal himself, and she's, and she's unwilling to reveal who the father is, and he's uh, also unwilling to let the community know that he is the father. And so the story goes on with her basically having to face this community all on her own. And the song that I've chosen is Gilded Cage by Blackmore's Night. And um, if we have time, we may get into a second song, um, which which actually uh, takes another aspect of her of her character, but this one actually takes the is is her song. I feel like that really describes her adversity facing this community, knowing that she's she's made a mistake, and and that and she's willing to accept the mistake. Um, and so here's 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 the lyrics. It starts off with, "I walk alone." The night wears a shadow, painted in silver, painted in gold. The moment ends in silence, then the moment grows old. And that's just that whole idea. She's walking alone in this shadowy world where people are, um, they're not treating her well. She's not accepted. She's been ostracized. Um, and it just, you know, the, these moments grow old for her. Uh, and and it's, it's just a hard life that she's having to face. Um, the song goes on, and when she smiles, a thousand dreams surround her. Dress them in secrets no one can hold. The fire dies in the distance as the embers grow cold. And I think here we get really this, you know, this secret that she's carrying with her of who the father of her child is, and she's unwilling to to reveal that secret. So she's got a thousand dreams surrounding her, you know, just like all of us. 
There's so many things that we would like to do, and, and yet she's got these thousand dreams that she'd like to do, but she can't do any of them because she's been ostracized by the community. And then it talks about, you know, dress them in secrets no one can hold, and that's her relationship with this pastor, Arthur Dimsdale, um, that she's unwilling to uh, give his name to, to the authorities and to the community. So she's holding this this secret. Then it goes on, the fire dies in the distance as the embers grow cold. And I think this kind of speaks to her, you know, the, the, the fire for her, obviously there was a fire, uh, you know, this relationship with, with Arthur Dimsdale, there was this passion and that passion dies out and she's left with nothing. Um, but she um, also... All of all the fires, all the fire that she has, um, in in her her coming to the new world, trying to get, build a new life for herself, and she's lost it all um, with this one act. And so, it's kind of these these embers grow cold in the in it within the community. It's just uh, she's been like we said, she's been ostracized. She, she has no no fire of social interaction yeah definitely um i also think that the um this is kind of more of a subtle uh thing that's maybe my own interpretation uh but the fire and embers uh are often represented uh just visually with the color red and so that could also be taken sort of as a reference to the uh, reminder that she's forced by this society that she's in to carry with her all the time of this sin that she's committed being a red or scarlet letter A for adulteress. Oh yeah, that's great. I didn't even I didn't even think about that, but absolutely, I think that's a that's a great image for that line too. Yeah, the fire dies in the distance as the embers grow cold, and that's that cold letter scarlet letter A that she wears as a as a sign of of her of her adultery. Um, it goes the song goes on. It says, "Sing for me now. All the world is a stage. Smile, take a bow from your gilded cage." And I just think that really encapsulates her whole existence right the all the world is a stage kind of alludes to this fact that she's being judged people are watching her they're watching her closely she's being judged by the world and i love how it says um smile take a bow from your gilded cage because she's basically been caged by this community she she's been told this is who you are because you made this one this one mistake um and and then people are are watching her with that in mind um and so that's that kind of really just kind of stuck out to me it's she's forced into uh this cage in this this uh box with seemingly no way to get out of it or to be free again to be able to be a normal part of society Right, and so it's almost like almost like she's an animal in a zoo that everybody can can come and watch her as a like a zoo animal almost. It's really uh, a really bad situation she's in. So the next this next um, stanza of the song actually comes and it says, uh, "Behind the glass, she's safe where no one can reach her. Roses with thorns just make her bleed. A fragile porcelain angel breaks so easily." 
And I think that just really speaks to, you know, to, to humanity in general. Anyways, we're, we're very fragile. And, and uh, in this, you know, again, it's alluding to being like a, a, in a zoo, being an animal in a zoo or something behind the glass. She's safe where no one can reach her. And, and in a way she is because she's already made the mistake. And so the, the judgment is already there. So now, um, you know, she's, she's in a position where, um, there, there's not a whole lot more that can happen to really, uh, hurt her reputation. This song is really heartbreaking, which I feel like fits the story really well uh, in the the kind of hopelessness of, of her situation, uh, at least, you know, at first. Uh, and then in this line, you also, or this stanza, you also have the uh, more references to the color red with roses and blood uh, that are like, you know, harking back to that. Right. And, and the idea that roses should be a beautiful thing and, and that, you know, there's this image that women love to get roses. And um, and yet with in this image, roses with thorns just make her bleed. There's there's no beauty for her in life in, in at this moment. Right. Because they've the, the community has stripped her of that. Um, and so the roses just make her bleed and then goes into the fragile porcelain angel break so easily. And, and it's just, it's just a, really is a very sad song, but as you read the book, it's, it's just a really sad book. Um, so the, so the, the last stanza of the song says the restless heart cries when no one is listening. She's waiting for someone waiting for you to want love and need her to help her make it through as the moment grows old in her gilded cage. And I think that really speaks to the Arthur Dimsdale, who's the father of her child and saying, um, you know, the, the restless heart cries when no one is listening. She's waiting for someone waiting for you. And that's kind of, she's waiting for Arthur Dimsdale to stand up and support her, um, to want love and need her to help her make it through as the moment grows old in her gilded cage. And of course he never does. I mean, he does eventually at one point in the book stand up with her in the, in the town square so that people know who the father is. But even then she's still after that, he kind of wastes away and, and she's still left alone to care for her daughter Pearl. Um, and so this is that takes us up to that point of this where she, she really is just waiting for somebody to, to stand up and show that they want love and need her um, a- after having been ostracized from this community for so long that that's what she needs. And, um, and, and when, even, even if one person would do that, she, it would help her to make it through. Right. Um, and, and of course, eventually they do, the people really do accept her for her, uh, for her acts that follow this one act of adultery and she becomes known with, you know, she overcomes this uh, thing. But the song that I chose really just takes us through to that point where she's she's really suffering. She's alone. She's ostracized. And the man who really should have stood up from the beginning to support her has not. And and she's just waiting, just waiting for somebody to to be there for her and to support her. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, again, this song is kind of despairingly beautiful in a way, and I think that really 
um, encapsulates the feeling uh, of this story and what uh, what Hester has to go through. Um, and I think it, that makes it a really good uh, theme song for her. Uh, so I had a thought about the second song that we had, which is um, what if we used it as kind of like a, a little exercise or something that people can do uh, that uh, will tell them what the song is and then you guys could go and listen to it and try to see, figure out for yourself why this second one is also a theme song for Hester, for that character. I think that's a great idea. So let's, let's, uh, so we're going to give you the name of the song and the artist and just go and listen to the song. If you know the book already of uh, A Scarlet Letter, and a lot of you probably do because a lot of you have listened, have had to read it in high school. Um, if you don't, then I, I recommend going and, and finding it and reading it. At the very least, look up a synopsis um, and, and then listen to this song and figure out why, why would we have chosen this as a theme song for, for Hester. Now, I, the song we just shared with you, I think, to me, is her personal overall arching theme song for her story. But this other theme song, is it, it really encapsulates just one aspect of her character. But it encapsulates it so well, I think. So Seth's going to give you the name of the song and the artist, and, and we'll let you guys go and listen to that. Right. So the other song that we picked is called uh, Rockabye uh, by Clean Bandit. And um, you should be able to find it most places you stream music. And I'll be putting it on our uh, Spotify playlist with... Uh, the, the other song from today so that you can go look it up there too. Thank you for being with us. Go out, read a good book, listen to some good music. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. <laughs>